handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Derek Larger here, and joining me today is Matt inside the Horseshoe podcast. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just excited to talk about Colts football. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, we kind of all been talking about Julio Jones and all this other stuff. I kind of just figured, let's just, and Cody kind of came up with this idea Let's just kind of go back and let's look at all the draft picks from the 2020 season and let's take a look at those and give them a grade based off of what we saw from them in year one. So first pick we have, and it was the 34th overall pick from the Redskins. As everyone saw, we traded back and we got Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver from USC. Matt, what grade would you give Michael Pittman Jr. after his first year? So I'm going to go with a solid B due to the fact of how he was playing in the Tennessee game, Green Bay, and just how he looked in the Buffalo Bills game. It showed me that he could become a number one receiver in the league. Um, the numbers uh, this past season you know, don't justify him being like an A quite yet. But he can easily become an A draft pick, depending on what happens next year. But just based on what we've seen so far, I, I think a B is a pretty uh, fair grade for him. Yeah, I'm going to give him a B plus after what we saw from this last year. I say B plus because, you know, like you said, we he missed a certain part of last mm -hmm. year. Obviously not due to his fault, just kind of had a, uh, a freak health problem. And thankfully they were able to fix that. But this guy really did show you what what he can do in that second half of that season when he started getting comfortable. And I'm really excited to see what Michael Pittman Jr. is going to start doing with us later on in these next couple years. Now let's talk about the other guy who was drafted seven picks after him where the Colts actually traded up to go get this guy, and that is Jonathan Taylor running back from Wisconsin. We all saw how the end of the year was Jonathan Taylor outside of Derrick Henry. The last six weeks of the season was the best running back in football. Uh, what would you grade Jonathan Taylor after seeing what he did? For me, I'm going to give the 16th best running back, according to pro football focus, <laughs> a, uh, I'm going to go a minus on this one because those last six games, like you said, he was, one of, if not the best running back, you know, that last game, you know, he outrushed Derrick Henry too. Um, mm -hmm. Even Derrick Henry said, give him player of the week with the FedEx, you know, ball thing, whatever the award's called. Yeah. But um, there were times where he did struggle a little bit, um, but, you know, he is a rookie, so I forgive him for that. But just based off those six weeks um, that we saw at the end of the year, I think a minus is pretty good. I think, um, you know, he's shown he can definitely be a top, three running back in the league for sure consistently um that can obviously obviously change next season but for now i think a minus is a pretty good for him yeah i'm gonna agree with you there and you know i think earlier in the season i was 
trying to say like a B just because, you know, I knew what Jonathan Taylor was capable of. And he showed in the second half of the season what he was able to do. It just took him a little while to get used to the speed of the NFL. And once he finally figured it out, then, you know, the the field was his domain and everyone else was just standing on it. So, I mean, I really liked what Jonathan Taylor really did. And, you know, I think he can definitely, if he keeps this up, going to be a top 10 running back in this league for quite a long time. If he keeps doing what he did, you know, we've been talking about all the other running backs and running back by committee, what that's going to do to him this next year. But honestly, that might just keep him fresher towards the end of the season. And I'm excited for that. Okay. So next pick third rounder. And that was Julian Blackman safety out of Utah. Now, of course, a lot of people, and I don't remember who it was. We've all seen the tweet of the guy who said the Colts picked the worst Utah safety and he's injured. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know how that turned out. Yeah. Julian Blackman was a defensive rookie of the year candidate for most of the year. And until Chase Young started turning it on at the end of the year, Julian Blackman was the front runner at the beginning of Mm -hmm. that season. But he did say in his presser that towards the end of the year, his legs really started to wear out. He got tired Mm -hmm. because, you know, he, he came back from that injury. His legs weren't up to speed with the way he wanted it. And, you know, I think this year, we're going to see a completely different Julian Blackman this year because he's going to have a full offseason to prepare himself. Mm. What what was your grade for Julian Blackman last year? See, I'm stuck between B plus and A minus because those first, you know, I say the first half of the season, especially he was like dominant in a lot of those games. And I think it's crazy how dominant he was, especially from the injury he had. And he just came back a lot earlier than most expected. But I think just because of towards the end of the year and, you know, obviously, you know, with his legs being worn out, it played a factor into it. I'm going to go B plus. I think I'm going to stick with that for now, but he, he's shown that he can be one of the better safeties in the NFL. It's just, I want to see what he does next season when he's, you know, a hundred percent and, you know, assuming he plays as well as I think he will, I think he can become like an A type of draft pick, but I think just with the end of the season, I'll go B plus. I'm going to actually go the opposite with you. I'm going to go a minus here just because, you know, you put it into perspective of what he said that, you know, at the end of the year, he did get tired because, mm. you know, he didn't have as much time. He was going on the fly versus, I mean, I know a lot of the rookies were going on the fly with everything, but a lot mm. of them were still able to work out. They were able yeah. to do stuff with the teammates and on the field and whatnot. He didn't get to do that stuff. And the way he came in from the first game he got to play and just made an impact the first half of the season that he played in. I mean, that kid just did so much and, you know, obviously kind of struggled at the end of the year, but so did the rest of the defense. So I'm not going to blame him too much for that. I do give him an A minus because of what we saw, what he was able to do when he was healthy and give him a whole year, a whole off season to get fully healthy and get stronger and have to learn the playbook. I mean, this guy I think is, <laughs> he might be the best. He might end up being the best defensive player on our roster 
here in a little bit outside of Buckner and Leonard. So, and that's saying something for a young kid like him. Oh yeah. All right. Next one. And that is for all you Easton stands on this channel. Every Colts channel has a few of yeah. those. Do you have a few of the Easton stands in your comments a little bit? I haven't seen it yet, but I haven't talked about him. So I'm sure once I do, <laughs> I'll start seeing. Once some you bring up quarterbacks, I yes. promise you the Easton stands will come for you. That's just how they are. But Jacob <laughs> Easton drafted in the fourth round. A lot of people said, oh, this guy's going to be the first quarterback taken in the second round. You have Hertz and you have Eason and a couple of these mm. other guys. And people were saying, oh, is Eason a fringe first rounder, early second? Right. Sure enough, the Colts got him in the fourth. So, I mean, obviously something happened with Jacob Eason, but he's primarily just been one of the backups for the Colts right now. So we haven't really gotten to see any of Eason, but when we regard the pick itself, Matt, what do you think on this grade? I think with the pick itself, where we were able to get him, especially with a lot of people thinking he was going to be a second rounder, I think the pick is an A pick, but you know we haven't seen anything yet. So, I mean, he could come in preseason and just look terrible, and then be like, okay, that wasn't a good pick, but... You know, for now, I think based on where he was projected to go and just where we got him, I'll go A. I don't really think there was any other quarterbacks that were as good as him past, you know, who was picked in the first round. I don't think Hertz is as good as him. Um, maybe Hertz will come out and dominate. I, I don't know yet. He didn't look the greatest last season, but then again, he was a rookie. Um, he's going to have those struggles. So I really want to see what Easton does uh, this season, but I think where they got him A but that can definitely change in the preseason. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you just simply due to the fact that, you know, again, we haven't seen anything, but, you know, compared to what everyone was projecting this guy to be at, you know, was he, the, people were projecting him to go anywhere from where Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor were selected. That's what most yeah. people had him at. And then to get him in the fourth round, I mean, it was a really good pick. Even if it never works out, you know, it still was a great, chance pick on a guy that fell and you thought could compete for the starting job mm -hmm. at some point later on. So, yeah. And then we have Danny Pinter offensive lineman from ball state, the Indiana hometown product. The guy has never left the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know about that. He, he's, he's not played football for any other school outside of Indiana, but Colts did say they were actually thinking of trading up to get Danny Pinter. That's how much they mm -hmm. felt about this kid. You know, a little undersized coming into the league, but uh, we had Danny Pinter on the show before when he was drafted. Uh, he was really excited to get into Indianapolis. You know, family doesn't have to move very far away, so that's yeah. really good. I mean, freaking family doesn't have to move at all, really, which is great for him. And then, you know, had a couple times where he came in, had to fill in some spots there and hmm. mainly on the interior. And, you know, for my taste, you know, I thought he did really well. Uh, what was your grade on Danny Pinter? I thought he did really well, too, um, especially compared to some of the other guys we had out there that came in when some other guys got hurt. Uh, I won't say their names because every time you say these two individuals names, a baby cries and I don't want to do that for whoever the mother is. But for me, I'll probably go B. Um, you know, I thought he did, you know, really well when he went in. Um, I haven't seen enough to where I can, you know, move up to like a B plus, you know, or in the A territory yet. But I thought when he came in, 
he was solid. He was reliable. He didn't really make any mistakes. Maybe a few that I'm just not thinking of. So I think B is a fair grade. I'm going to go B plus here. I think he deserves a little bit more praise for the kind of position he was drafted in and, you know, being undersized and being known as that versatile lineman, you know, came in and really did an outstanding job taking over for, you know, I think it was, didn't he, he didn't play center, did he? I'm forgetting already. I don't think so. He played guard. I think he played a little bit of guard and, you know, played alongside big Q. So that's not Mm -hmm. too bad, but yeah, I think for the spot he was drafted and what he had to do and the amount of the time that he had to play, you know, did very well. So I think it's a B plus borderline a minus because this guy really did a lot. And so now we get into our uh, montage of sixth round picks here. And that is the first one is Rob Windsor defensive tackle from Penn state. Windsor, you know, really didn't get a whole lot of time to play this year. Really didn't see much of the field, you know, was more of a practice guy. Uh, he's an all-out uh, momentum kind of guy. What was your uh, grade here for the Rob Windsor pick? See, this one's really difficult to go with because I, I don't really remember a whole lot of what he did. Did he play a lot of special teams, though, this year? I do not recall. I okay, because I wasn't sure if he played special teams and had that block against Tennessee or not. I, I mean, I'm probably wrong on no, that. But... He wasn't the one that did anything. Okay. So I think just because I really didn't see a whole lot from him, I'll go, I think I'll go C plus to B minus somewhere right in the middle. Um, I need to see more from him. Like you said, didn't really see the field a whole lot. Um, was a practice squad guy, but if he gets out there and really shows a lot of, uh, potential let's say in some of these preseason games or even regular season games when we need him to come in for an injured player or just if we're going to move in the rotation then I might move my grade up but I for right now I'll just go C plus I'm going C minus here um not very happy with this pick so far I thought you know Windsor was going to come in maybe be that fourth spot on the defensive tackle room maybe get Mm. a few minutes here and there but, you know, just never really did it. I think mainly just due to him being a few pounds smaller than what a normal defensive tackle one tech would be mm-hmm. for somebody like him. So, you know, as a, it was a raw defensive tackle with a high motor, just wasn't very fine-tuned. And, you know, I kind of uh, heard a lot of things. But let's move to the next one here, and that is – Isaiah Rogers, cornerback out of UMass. Isaiah Rogers, you know, one of the best special teams returners on kickoffs last year. You know, we saw the insane speed, what this guy is able to do when he has the ball in his hands and had to come in in a couple plays in Buffalo and two plays in a row nearly picked off a ball on Stephon Diggs. So, you know, in the limited cornerback action he got to have, he showed he has it. And on special teams, obviously, this guy is is just phenomenal. What's your grade on an Isaiah Rogers pick here in the sixth round? I think for what he was used for when it came to special teams and for when he came in that Buffalo game, I might actually go A- minus here because, you know, he did really well against Diggs. You know, he's obviously one of the better returners in the NFL. 
I think he's going to be used more this season, too, because of what he showed in that playoff game. And I'm very excited to see what he can do. I think the speed is something that uh, is really going to benefit him, especially when you're covering some of those really fast receivers, um, especially when he picks the ball off. I think once he has it and he has like five yards in between, I want to see what he does with the ball, too. So I, I, I might be higher than most on him, but I'm going to go A-. minus. I'm going right with you there. I, I'm going A minus too because you know not very often you see a guy with a four two eight forty time as a corner, and yet you see him in the sixth round. That normally doesn't happen. Somebody normally attacks somebody like this earlier on when you see that kind of speed. And you know we saw in the returns he's capable of returning it anytime he touches it because of that speed, and I I really, really want to see the Colts try and use this guy in the corner room a little bit more often. I'm sure they're trying. I just would love to see him get some corner time at some point or another. I, I really hope so, but next one, and that is Desmond Patman, wide receiver out of Washington State. Patman's mainly just been a a healthy scratch for the majority of this year. Colts just really didn't use him at all. Uh, you're great on this pick. Um, For now, I'll go C. I'll say flat out C just because, you know, he hasn't played this year. Um, you know, I think he'll be used more this season. I think we'll see him, you know, be one of the uh, guys that doesn't start, that ends up being uh, used a lot more when it comes to the receivers. But for now, I, I just got to see – you know, what he, you know, brings to the table too. So I'll just say C for now. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going uh C minus again, just kind of the same thing for, you know, Windsor. We just didn't get to really see him play. The intangibles are there, but really mm. just didn't get much of a chance to see it. And then to round out the rest of the draft and the third pick in a row for the Colts when they had the six rounders. And that was Jordan Glasgow, linebacker from Michigan. So, you know, Glasgow never got any time at linebacker. He was primarily a special teams guy. And this guy certainly made an impact on special teams, both on the punt return team and on the kickoff team made a bunch of tackles. I think he even had a, a mix in with uh, one of the blocked punts we had this year. So, you know, for a primarily special teams guy, I mean, outside of George Odom, I'd say this guy was probably one of the top uh, special teams guys on our team all of last year. Mm -hmm. what, what would you grade Glasgow here? So this was the guy I was thinking of when it came to uh, blocking uh, one of the punts or being involved in it at least. Um, I'm going to go A- minus to A just because I thought he did a really good job where he was used when it came to the special teams. I am curious to see if he's going to be put out on uh, the field when it comes to playing linebacker this year, um, especially with uh, Anthony Walker being gone. Not sure if that's going to be the case, but just how he played on special teams. I think he did an A minus to an A um, somewhere right there. It's teetering towards that A for me. Yeah, I'll go A minus here as well uh, for special teams value and what he was able to do. I really think that was a great uh, pickup in the sixth round. All right, well, that's going to do it for this video, guys. I want to thank Matt for joining me and breaking down all these picks. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. 
go through all these. Let me know if you guys thought, you know, did we give good grades? Did we give somebody a very disrespectful grade? You guys are more than welcome to tell us. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.